welcome to today's episode of Confessions of a Cleaning Business Owner. Um, Today we're going to be talking about last minute cancellations and the impact this has on cleaning business owners. Um, Diane's been, well, both of us have been having a good look through the groups and there's been an awful lot of questions on how you deal with these last minute cancellations, the impact they're having on people, the impact they're having on teams, and actually what should you do about it? So do you want to set the scene, Diane? What 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 kind of questions are we seeing from people? Yeah, so we're being asked, you know, does anybody have a cancellation policy? Because I've had three cancellations this week. Somebody else posted saying they've lost £275 this week from cancellations and they're really struggling and don't quite know what to do and how to manage it. Somebody else, they've got a client with a poorly child, but actually it's happened a couple of times in the last month. So it's just having a big impact on people. And, you know, right now we're recording this sort of early February. It's, it's tough financially at the moment. So these cancellations are having a big impact on us. And also, I've got a slightly croaky throat. It is cold and flu season, isn't it? Are we still in? Is that going to end soon? So, you know, there's a lot going on. So uh, let's talk us through it. Right. Why do we get we? I say, why do cleaning business owners get um, last minute cancellations? What's the cause of these? Well, I think sometimes it's the reason a lot of the times clients use a cleaning service because they're busy um, and they just need somebody to take care of things and so clients can sometimes not be very organized shall we say and last minute go forgot to cancel the cleaner for that holiday that I've had booked for months Um, so sometimes it's disorganization on the client's part yeah and sometimes it is there's you know I've had cancellations my my dad was rushed not my dad but customers will get in contact and say my dad was rushed in with a heart attack I'm so sorry and you might only get to be fair most of our customers will give us a bit of notice but you'll get a text an hour before so you know that's very different to a disorganized client that was like oh no I forgot and I didn't leave the key out that I promised to or And just off topic slightly, how many did you get? I can remotely unset the alarm and I'll remotely unset the alarm for you or I won't set the alarm on the days that you're cleaning and then the alarm goes off and then they can't answer the phone and you're going, please sort this out. But anyway, <laughs> cancellations, people yeah, forget. Absolutely. And sometimes the clients are poorly, of course, or they've got children home poorly. So, you know, that's probably a time when we would like them to cancel because we don't really want to go into homes when people are poorly. However, it's going to be last minute, isn't it? It's, yeah. And what's the impact on a business or a cleaner of any kind, solo business, anything? What is the impact? Well, I suppose you know, the main impact, of course, is lost revenue. And, and somebody had mentioned that in one of the questions about how much they've actually lost. So, yeah, lost income. and um, But also the admin of juggling things around, you know, especially if you've got a team, there's a lot of extra admin time involved in scheduling and rescheduling. So it can, yeah, it can cause an impact from that point of view. And it's the rescheduling, isn't it? Because somebody cancels and goes, oh, you know, I'm off sick from work today. Can you do tomorrow instead? It's a three hour clean. Why can't you do it tomorrow instead? But what's the problem with that? Yeah. And actually, that's that's whether you're a solo cleaner or a business with a team. There often isn't space in the schedule tomorrow, is there? And, you know, you kind of don't want to disappoint the client, especially if they've given you a bit of notice. But sometimes the answer is, I'm really sorry, we are fully booked. So unless we go to another client and say, can I move you? it's it's just not going to be possible so yeah and it's that maybe clients just don't realize how busy we all are and and let's be realistic about let's talk about a three-hour clean let's say if someone cancels a three-hour clean and on our average people are charging 20 pounds an hour so at 60 pounds lost revenue 
you can't replace it because you can't last minute book someone else in that slot or maybe they give you a bit more notice but you still can't magic cleans from nowhere and so that might be a day where you've already booked your kids into childcare or you're paying for nursery you know all kinds of things where you're incurring costs to be able to deliver that and yet oh I'm sorry sorry about that I forgot (laughs) absolutely yeah that's 60 pounds so if you are only earning 60 pounds a day that's 300 a week if you work five days a week you know that's that's not bad that is an income isn't it and people don't realize that their little three-hour clean that's your job that they've you've basically been sent home for the day yeah absolutely yeah it's like you've been sent home with no work it's like yeah it's 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 not good and also you know if you you know it on the team as well if you've got a team of cleaners what do you do as a business owner? Do you pay them anyway? Do you, can you find hours elsewhere? Yeah, sometimes it's really difficult last minute. So it's a cost for everybody, isn't it? And it's an interesting one with that because we're so aware of this issue happening, it then impacts the decisions that business owners make. Because they go, well, I don't want to put you on a set contract because if someone cancels on me and I can't come back to them, I'm in trouble. And so they go, well, I'll put you on a zero hour contract or you can be self-employed because it lowers the risk for me, which then in turn, so the knock on effect of all of this and not stopping these cancellations is you're then producing an unstable labor force across the whole industry. Now, okay, that's quite a big jump from you accept cancellations to you've got an unstable labor force, but that is the impact. Yeah. And the other thing around it as well is, you know, if it's a, say it's a fortnightly client and they cancel last minute, that could mean then it's four weeks in between cleans and they're going to expect the same standard at the next clean, aren't they? And that's something that you have to manage as well as part of this. Yes. And that's an interesting one because I think it's really interesting because obviously if you had to clean a clean that had been two, four weeks instead of two weeks, we know there's probably a three hour clean now becomes a four to five hour clean. Let's say four probably. Um, But the reality is if you're only booked in for three, you are never going to achieve the same results and little bits will be missed over. Maybe you're going to miss the fronts of cupboards. Maybe you actually will just miss some of the skirting boards. You won't do some of the level of detail you normally would. The interesting part about this is actually the communication to the customers for me, because if it was me, I'm going to go back to the customers and go, I cannot deliver what I said I would deliver because you've now changed it to four weeks. And they talk about it and maybe they'd say, no, I'm not giving you extra time. But they've now had a discussion and they expect lower standards. But there are so many cleaners, and I would say the vast majority, who are not prepared to go back and tell them, despite the fact we're the professionals and know this. And then customers are like, actually, they've really dropped their standards. They're really poor quality. And I think it's a communication breakdown at this point. Yeah. And I think it's always best to have these conversations in advance. So, you know, you know, if you get a fortnightly client cancellation and you're not going back for two weeks, then that's four weeks in between. You need to have that conversation in advance because if you wait for the client to set to tell you there's been a drop in standards, it then sounds like you're making excuses. Yeah. Or you're trying to blame them. Yeah. And you are effectively, but actually it's the breakdown of communication. So maybe we should have at that point a standard template of if you cancel and it's now longer, you need a 25 or 30 percent longer clean. Yeah, absolutely. Or we manage their expectations as to what we can do in their normal three hour slot and say, not a problem at all. What we'll do is we'll go back to the main priorities and we'll focus on those. And it might just take us a little while to catch up again because they've missed whole clean. But 
let's not talk about how we deal with it when they're cancelled because actually I don't know about you but I put a post up about a month ago and it was a genuine post where a customer got in contact and they said I'm really sorry I've got a migraine um and it was on the morning of the clean the clean was due at 12 o'clock she texted at 9 30 I've got a migraine and my response to this was, she goes, I need you to cancel because, you know, I'm going to be in bed. My response was, right, if you cancel, you will incur this cancellation fee. If we go ahead and leave off a room, whichever room you're in, then um, we will reduce the clean by the amount it's reduced by. And she said, fine, leave off the top floor, which was a bedroom and a bathroom. It was a four bedroom house. Leave off the bedroom and the bathroom. So her three hour clean went down to two and a half. We charged for two and a half hours. The staff were happy with that. She was happy with that. She still got a clean. We left her alone with the migraine. Obviously, a migraine is no risk from us. Yeah. But how many of us don't push back and actually say, I'm going to bill you if you do that? She was much, much happier with that result. Yeah. And, and we've had that where a client, I, I'm not going to be home and I've forgotten to leave the key. I'm going to go, OK, not a problem, but we will have to charge you in full because we haven't got any other work for our team and they still have to get paid. And then I'll, I'll pop home. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden there's a solution. Yeah. Oh, my neighbor's got a key. Yeah. I'll pop home. Oh, OK. Well, I didn't really want to, but I'll do this. Um. OK, so terms and conditions, because there is... There's kind of a couple of schools of thoughts on this because some people go, well, actually, terms and conditions are really harsh. You can't enforce them anyway. Um, what do you think on terms and conditions? And um, this is, sorry, just to say terms and conditions, we're referring to it as the same as a contract, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the, the thing that with terms and conditions is they protect you and the client and they set expectations. And, you know, yet sometimes terms and conditions with a domestic, with business to consumer can be difficult to enforce. However, it just sets out how you're going to work together and how you're going to, you know, provide the service. So they're essential. And actually, you know, a cancellation policy in those terms and conditions, it just sets expectations in advance rather than after the fact and that's what the same earlier is that's what's so important tell them in advance this is how things will happen it's much easier yeah the moment they cancel if you tell them and say this will be the consequence and they can do something about it it's much better this is the interesting one do you always enforce it so both of us have um cancellation clauses do you always enforce it no, we absolutely don't. Um, we we take a view as to, first of all, you know, sometimes we're so busy, we're quite grateful for a cancellation, not financially, but sometimes it makes life easier. But actually, in reality, you know, if we've had we've had clients that have been rushed into hospital because they've gone into labour the night before and their husband forgot to let us know. Well, I'm not going to charge a client for that unless we, unless we've actually turned up at the clean. And, and, you know, if he finally lets us know, I'm going to let that go. Or, you know, like you said, somebody's father's been rushed to hospital. These things happen and we're human beings and we have to behave accordingly. And, you know, yeah, business might have T's and C's, but there are also humans involved and people involved here. So we don't always enforce it and we usually enforce it to mitigate the loss. So to make sure the team member gets paid, you know, we might, you know, they might, we might have some other work for them, but not as much as they were going to have. So we might only charge them what they were losing, if that makes sense. Okay. So you could put quite harsh T's and C's. So the T's and C's could be as much as you owe 100% of the clean. Now, mine is not, I've got to say. So we, I think ours is about 25% of the clean. Um, because 
we've got a big enough business and actually it's managed well enough that we don't incur massive losses when people cancel. But actually, if I was a solo cleaner, I, I think I would be saying it was 50 to 100 percent of the clean. Yeah. Probably Ours 50- is actually if they cancel on the day of the clean, it's 100 percent. Is it? Yeah. On the yeah. day. But, we, but I know some businesses have like, you know, a week's notice on cancellations. We don't. We just say if you cancel on the day, it'll be 100 percent. Any other thing then we can usually rearrange things. It's not a problem. But I don't think it matters what your terms and conditions are. It's the fact you have some. And so actually, do you know, ours have changed recently. So ours is within 24 hours, it is 100%. So ours is as, as brutal as yours now, Diane. But people know about it. And, and as, as I've said, what we do is we tell them this is the consequence and we will give you another option. Um, so what do you think for people? Because one of the objections I see, particularly online from cleaners is, well, what about if I have to cancel? Yeah. And, and you know, clients will say that, sometimes say that, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to charge you if you cancel, um, which is a bizarre one because obviously there's no loss of income to the client. Um, but it is a challenge in our industry, isn't it, on reliability. And, you know, if you're a solo cleaner, particularly, you know, should you be booking your diary so full that actually you can't be flexible? You know, if you can't go on one particular day, you've got no space left in your schedule at all. It's difficult, isn't it? It's really hard because the thing is, a solo cleaner can't plan for sick days. And we're all sick sometimes. Or um, I definitely know that there are people that have um, children that maybe are sick and have to have a lot of hospital appointments, long term things. And they know that, you know, there's a lot going on. So if I was in that situation, which luckily thank goodness I'm not at the moment, um, you would have to be looking at 50 percent capacity to say, well, I'm almost going to have to juggle around half my cleans each week. So let's go down to 50% capacity so that I can keep the ones I want to. Because we know the number one reason that people get rid of cleaners is unreliability. So I think as cleaners, we do have a certain responsibility to be more reliable. And that sometimes means not taking as many bookings. Yeah. And also, you know, maybe particularly as a solo cleaner, you can you can cover this off with your clients when you first meet them. And just say, you know, look, there might be days when I'll have to move or weeks when I'll have to move you around. Is that going to be okay with you? So at least your client is, again, you're telling people in advance, not after the fact when when problems arise. So actually their expectations are maybe it's okay. I don't mind being flexible or they might go, actually, I'm going to choose a different service because I need that reliability. Yeah. And but it's interesting for the ones that want reliability, they actually really like terms and conditions because they're what they're seeing as a business. They're going, I need reliability. So, for example, I need stability from my customers because sometimes I have instability from my staff. So I need stability somewhere in order to be able you can't be flexible on all sides because it's impossible. And, you know, you have to have stability at one point as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, it's not it's not easy, though, is it? It's, you know, if if you don't if you allow your customers to cancel, it's going to lose your business money, no matter what size your business is. Um, But if you don't allow it, then it's it's sort of onerous for your customers, isn't it? And also you've got that risk of if they're poorly, they might not tell you because they're going to get a cancellation fee. So there's so many things going on with this, aren't there? I think it is. What do you think is fair and just? Um, but I do know. So obviously I do know because I'm in the DCBN as one of the directors and our terms and conditions. So we've got two different sets, haven't we? Yep. We've got my favourite one, which is the one page terms and conditions, which is written 
although it has been legally checked, it is written in normal English. It's very easy to understand, uh, very short and brief. And it's quite, I would say, informal. As informal as terms and conditions are going to, professional terms and conditions can get. It's written nicely. Anyone can understand it. And then we have the mother of all terms and conditions, um, well written, every clause is in there perfectly. And that's what I'd be giving more to the commercial contracts. I've got to say, I think I think that's a little bit scary of the terms and conditions, but I know, I don't, I'm not sure you agree with that. You like proper terms and conditions, don't you? Well, no, when it comes to domestic customers, I'm all about, no, keeping it simple, but setting out the key things and, and you know, and our templates that we provide, they're editable. So, you know, it's up to our members what they're, we have a cancellation policy in there, but it's up to our members what the actual terms of that policy are. We've just shown them how to write it. Um, so, yeah, every every business is different. And that's the key thing here, isn't it, is we can share our advice from our experience, whether that's with our members or on this podcast, but it's your business. Um, but have something in place to protect everybody. Yeah. And it protects you, but it also protects the customer. Um, if you do want terms and conditions, there's two ways that we provide them. So um, it used to be that everything is, well, it still is, everything's included in the membership. The membership is without a doubt the best value we do because terms and conditions are great, but actually we produce videos and masterclasses on how to change those terms and conditions, how to enforce those terms and conditions, what's going to be suitable for you. Um, and so the terms and conditions are included in every membership that we offer. But if you just wanted the documentation, and so our documents are all thoroughly checked, they are customised specifically to the cleaning industry, and um, they're not you're just, just standard terms and conditions, they're going to protect you against the things that we face, keys and pets and cancellations and things that a lot of other businesses might not be coming across. Um, you can buy it just as an online um, on our online shop, it's a hundred pounds for all the business admin documents, your contracts, uh, your keyholder agreement. I think there's about ten documents in there, isn't there? Um, so you can just go into the online shop and just buy that as a bundle. So if you're just starting up and you don't want lots of help, support, advice, and everything else, you just want the documents. You can buy just the documents. I do think it's much better value to go for the full membership, but you know. <laughs> um and so yes those those have been selling incredibly well this year actually haven't they yeah been very popular and, and the um the team management bundle as well which is all the employment contracts contract for services and um, yeah all the documents you need to uh, to manage your team although i do think by the time you've bought both bundles of those you're virtually at mem annual membership price you might as well buy an annual membership and yeah. get all the support that comes with it and all Every the training time. videos yeah. and it's a no-brainer. I'm sat here like, just, you know, we make it so that basically we do membership so we get to interact and we know that you're going to get the best value. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, cancellation policies. Um, thank you for that, Diane. And, uh, yes, if you'd like to, obviously go on. There's loads of possible on there. You can buy the bundles, buy the documents. Um, but whatever you do, please have terms and conditions. <laughs>